Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Why don't you turn to somebody, give them a hug, whether it's somebody you know, somebody you don't know. Tell them they look amazing. Tell them they smell amazing. Tell them the preacher is going to be brilliant this morning. And even if you don't believe it, just say it by faith. In Jesus' name. You guys are sensational. Can we thank the band this morning? Come on, these guys are phenomenal. They get here hours before everybody else. They practice during the week. They look good with a beard. Drew, you're amazing. The ladies don't look so good with a beard, but you guys are absolutely phenomenal. Come on, let's just thank them this morning. These guys rock. Literally. Did you see what I did there? Anyway. Who's glad to be in church this morning? I wasn't here last week. And uh, contrary to popular belief, I wasn't on the beach surfing. I was down in Brisbane preaching. And then I did leadership meetings. Uh, So if I'm never not here, I've said it before, I'm not out surfing or out on a boat or doing something like that. Uh, I'm I'm preaching somewhere else. But hey, uh, who's enjoying the Reality Bites series? Is is it helping anybody? Just just addressing kind of life issues and, and everyday issues that we all face, we all walk through. Uh, and this morning I'm going to be talking about uh, handling your emotions, which is kind of ironic because Melissa kind of thinks I've got glass eyes and I've got one emotion. Uh, anyway, uh, however, I want to talk about um, emotional health uh, and just remaining buoyant in life, being able to look at our circumstances and rise above them, being able to face challenges. Nick's laughing. I don't know what he's laughing at. But, you know, sometimes there's a saying that the truth hurts. Sometimes it does. Anyway, no, I, I, I cry every now and then. I think I have three times. We've been married nearly 20 years, and I, probably three times when our kids were born. And uh, no, when, when my dad was sick once, I did cry as well. So I'm, I'm a crier at heart. I cry on the inside. Some people cry on the outsides. We all face a lot of different emotions every day. Some of us are criers, some of us aren't. Some of us are yellers, some of us go quiet, some of us run, some of us run to the fight. But... We all have different emotions, yes? I'm trying to locate people here this morning. Is this all right? I'm going to get somewhere in a second. But who enjoyed um, Melissa's message last week, Overcoming Anxiety? Great message. Well, well, you know, it was awesome, darling. I listened to the podcast. It was fantastic. If you haven't listened to the podcast, you can go onto our website and download the podcast, listen to them, and just, like Justin was saying, just listen to stuff all week. Fuel yourself. Fuel yourself. Feed yourself. Just, just let the Word of God wash over you all week long. Because stuff happens all week long. I work on building sites. Building sites are rough. Building sites are average. And I, need, I just need the Word of God. So I'm just, I'm just listening to the podcast after podcast and out with the, out with the bad, in with the good. And um, <laughs> you've you got to do it, hey? We've got Denny here from Street Reach. Just put, put, put your hand up this morning. Denny, thank you for joining us this morning. Street Reach is a ministry that goes out Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. Oh, no, no, they don't. Saturday night, I've got all my information right in front of me. Um, if you're interested in going down to Hastings Street uh, and, and doing some ministry with Street Meet, uh, oh my gosh, my word, words won't work this morning. It'll, come on, come on. With Street Reach, can you come and see Denny after service and she'll give you some details and I've got some more details here as well, just to minister to the locals. Uh, guys that are coming out of the pub at 3am, guys that are desperate down on their luck, whatever. It is. If you're interested, we want mature Christians uh, people that have had, you know, long-standing faith and people that believe what they believe. So, but anyway, if you'd like to be a part of that great ministry, uh, COC's involved, Red Frogs is involved. They're just a blessing in the community. If that's something that God's laid on your heart, why don't you go and see Denny afterwards or come and talk to me? Fantastic. 
Hey, and um, this morning was awesome because I walked in on the Christian Essentials course, which Justin's been running. Uh, and who, who's doing the course currently? Who's enjoying the course? <laughs> Learning? You getting stuff from it? Fantastic. It, it's a brilliant course. And I know we're, we're two weeks in. If anybody wanted to join this three weeks ago, somebody could just come and jump in and then do the two weeks later on. If you guys want to, 8.15 Sunday morning, come and join us for the uh, Christian Essentials course. And it's basically just laying a foundation for our Christianity. Uh, and, and it just outlines and refreshes and reminds us why we believe what we believe, why we do what we do, why we pray, why we worship, why we give, all those kind of things, what the church is about, what the church believes in, and what we know that we're called to do. Amen? Fantastic. All right, should I start with a joke? Because, uh, okay, good, I will. Uh, and it's, um, an atheist was taught, uh, taking a walk through the woods, admiring all that evol evolution had created. What majestic trees, what powerful rivers, what beautiful animals, he said to himself. As he was walking alongside the river, he heard a rustling in the bushes behind him. He turned to look and he saw a seven-foot grizzly charging straight towards him. He ran as fast as he could up the path. He looked over his shoulder and saw that the bear was closer. He ran even faster, so scared that tears were coming to his eyes. He looked over his shoulder again. The bear was even closer. His heart was pumping frantically. He tried to run even faster, tripped and fell on the ground. He rolled over to pick himself up but saw that the bear was right on top of him, reaching for him with his left paw and raising his right paw to strike him. At that instant, the atheist cried out, Oh my God! And time stopped. The bear froze. The forest was silent. Even the river stopped moving. As a bright light shined upon the man, and a voice came from the sky, You deny my existence all of these years. Teach others I don't exist. And even credit creation to a cosmic accident. Do you expect me to help you out of this predicament? Question. Am I to count you as a believer? The atheist looked directly into the light, said, you know what, it would probably be hypocritical of me to ask you to treat me as a Christian now, but perhaps you could make the bear a Christian. Very well, said the voice. The light went out, the river ran again, and the sounds of the forest resumed, and the bear dropped his right paw, brought both paws together, bowed his head and spoke and said, Lord, for the food which I'm about to receive, I am truly thankful. Amen. I like it. I don't know who the author is, otherwise I'd credit them with it, but um, if you're in the, ever in the woods and you're speaking to God, don't ask for your situation. Anyway, hey, for the, the short time that we've got this morning, I want to look at the subject of emotional health and handling our emotions. Uh, as a man, I probably don't handle them so well, and my wife points that out regularly, uh, but, well, it's true, and I'm just a little confession session this morning with Dr. Phil, so if you feel like at any point you need a yes and amen, you can just agree with me. Um, but he, there's, there's a lot of emphasis in life placed on, on being physically, physically healthy and financially wealthy. But I think a lot of the issues and problems that we face in life and society is the fact that people are becoming increasingly imbalanced or uh, emotionally unhealthy. Would, would, would anybody agree? And, and unbalanced. And every one of us face pressures and challenging emotions every day. From the moment we get up to the moment we go to, we're faced with challenges that evoke emotions that I have to react or respond to. And perhaps because of upbringing or perhaps because of experience, I react a certain way. Now, the way I react may not be the way God wants me to react or the way that he's designed me to react, but certain forces and influences in my life have programmed me by default to react to what I'm facing in the moment. And I was thinking about, you know, some emotions we face due to circumstances of fear, joy, anxiety, anger, uncertainty, heaviness, hopelessness, doubt, exhilaration, apprehension, any more? 
And, and like, like there's just this, there's so many emotions we face and a lot of them are forced upon us or imposed upon us and, and we just react and we just respond. But God didn't put us on this planet just to respond to circumstance or just to respond to situational experience. He put us on this planet to, to live productively and creatively uh, via vision and context that he places us in. You know, and, and really, honestly, society today says that men are meant to be the perfect husband, perfect father, earn millions of dollars, run marathons, save whales, cook like a chef, whilst looking like Hugh Jackman. And, and it's just unfair. Eddie's got it all, but the rest of us, we're struggling. We're struggling through life, trying to make it. Anyway, and women, women are meant to be super mums, a supermodel, uh, you, know, you know, the, the domestic goddess, the, the nature lover, just like all-round superwomen. And you know what, it's, it's pressure that is undue and pressure that's unrelenting and that we have to deal with every day. Uh, and, and I want to help us with that this morning. Is that all right? And you know what, Melissa and I, we've been married nearly 20 years. We've got three kids at private schooling. We've had big mortgages, run two cars, run jobs, done different. We, we know the pressure you guys face and we know that it's real and we know that it's unrelenting so we can relate to you. I want, I want you guys to know this morning, we pray for you and we believe in you and we want to encourage you because we experience the same things you do. We walk through the same challenges you do, but God is enough and God is able. I love where it says in Ephesians now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or imagine, to him be the glory. And I want to give God the glory today. I want to give God the glory for my life. I want to give God the glory for this church. I want to give God the glory because he's able to do more than enough. The enemy wants to come to you. Why would we talk about this? John 10.10 says that the devil comes only to destroy, steal, and kill. But I have come that you may have life and life more abundantly. Not life more pressured, not life more uncertain, not life more, you know, unclear. I've come that you may have life and life more abundantly. God wants you to be filled with life, filled with joy, filled with purpose, filled with vision for your tomorrow. That's God's plan for your life. You know, Justin's spoken about it in Jeremiah. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future. And God has plans for your lives, and they're good. If what you're walking through right now isn't good, then you're not, you know, at the end of the journey. God is taking you on to a better place and a better day because he has good plans for your life. Amen? Come on. I once heard a saying that most men, most people, most men and women die when they're 30, but we bury them when they're 80. Because we get consumed by life. We get consumed by concerns. We get consumed by worries and things that hold us back. I, I thought I got everything that I wanted. I asked for the wife. I asked for the kids. I asked for the house with the white picket fence. I wanted that job. I wanted those cars and all those toys. Now I feel trapped. Now I feel burdened and pressured and, and now I need something bigger and something better and I need to update and upgrade. and that, that's, that's not the way God wants us to do life. He has no problems with us having all those things, but God doesn't want us living burdened and pressured by what we have or what we walk through. He wants us free to enjoy the life he's given us. Amen? You know, uh, there's a saying that we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. Why do we stop playing? And if you've stopped playing, why have you stopped playing? Why have you stopped enjoying life? Why have you stopped doing those things that bring you release and enjoyment and keep you emotionally buoyant? This afternoon, for 10 minutes, just go and watch some kids. 
Kids aren't worried about the clothes they're wearing. Kids aren't worried about, uh, you know, their hairstyle. Kids are, they are just about fun and excitement. And they're running around. They might argue, they might do all those, but they're running around frantically enjoying life. Zach has two speeds. Asleep and 100 miles an hour. And if, if I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. The kid's eyes open and he jumps out of bed and it's on. It's, it's game on until we slip in that Valium and put him to... No, no, we don't. There's no Valium in our house. We're all organic and we're nature lovers. There is no Valium, I promise you. Cut that out of the podcast, please. Um, he's got two speeds. He's asleep or he's on. But I think that's the way God wants us to live. Enjoying every second of... The Bible says, I don't even know if I have tomorrow. So why am I living worried today, emotionally flat and deflated? And I should be excited that I have breath in my lungs. I have air in my lungs. I have a beautiful family. I have a roof over my head. I can go and get some food. We live in paradise and God is for me and not against me. Let's, let's enjoy the life we've been given. Let's shine bright the light that, that Jesus Christ has filled us with and have some fun. Amen. I, th- I think that one of the, the contributing factors to the reason we stop playing is because we have the wrong perception of what being an adult is or what being a grown-up is. You see, because when I'm young, I have, when I get older, I've got responsibility and I start seeing life differently. But why? Because the Bible says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, says the Lord. It says, fear not, for I am with you, says the Lord. It says, I'll provide for you, I'll lead you, I'll protect you, I'll be with you. Why do we stop? I think we've got the wrong perception of what it means to be an adult or or to carry responsibility. And and society, I believe, gets burdened down by by the weight of responsibility. And I have to. I think most people nowadays, you walk along the street, are not doing what they want to do, doing what they feel they have to do or what they're trapped in. But but I love the fact that the women's night coming out is called free. The Bible says the reason that Son of Man came was to smash the works of the enemy. Jesus came to, to, to break the lies of the enemy, to break the chains and the curses that have been spoken over our lives, the things that we've taken on and held as, as, as responsibility and pressure so that we can live free in Him. And I tell you, that weight of expectation is a, is a costly weight. People lose their relationships. They lose their peace. They use their, lose their sanity. They lose, you know, their world because the devil's trying to steal, kill, and destroy. But I love this, in Proverbs 15, 24, it says, the way of life winds upward for the wise, that they may turn away from the hell below. There's, a one, the, 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 it's, there's another scripture that says, that the way of life winds upwards for the righteous. That, that God's intention for your life is that your life would burn bright, and burn brighter every single day, that you would be drawn closer to Him every day as you experience Him. Amen? You know, I think most people's um, understanding of balance in life and emotional health is, is juggling balls and spinning plates. And as long as I can, I can juggle the balls, you know, because life's throwing them at me all the time. And, and I've, got the, I've got the mortgage pressure and I, I've got the school fee pressure and I've got the car engine that just blew up pressure and I've got the wife that likes clothes pressure and I've got the... <laughs> I've got pressure in my world. I've got, I'm juggling, but as long as I can keep juggling those balls... Life's going to work. As long as I can keep spinning those plates, this one's getting a little wobbly and I spin it, this one's getting a little, but, but as long as they're all spinning, I'm balanced. But that, it's, it's, it's not how it is. Can anybody juggle? Nushi's nodding ahead. Come forward, Nushi. That's awesome. No, Nushi, you're awesome. So you, you can juggle? Can anybody else juggle? 
Joe, are you any good at juggling? Joe's nodding at me as well. If you could just come forward and help me this morning. You, you, come on, Nush. So, so, so this, is, this is just as a little illustration. Actually, Vincent, you're a good juggler. Come forward. I've seen you in your <laughs> clown costume. He moonlights on the side. Come on, Vincent. You are so blooming. Nobody's listening to me this morning. Okay, Somebody come do, forward. So, okay, so life. So you've got a few pressures. You've got, oh, I've got work and I've got Eddie and I've got money and I've got... Uh, oh, oh, I dropped the ball. Oh, all right, here we go. And, I, and I'm balanced and I'm juggling and I'm, oh, hang on, sort of. Oh, oh, life seems to be working, but maybe not. Go on, can, can, we, can we juggle? You look like you're pretty good at juggling. Oh. At some point in life, the balls have to drop. The plates have to stop zeroing. Can I, can I have those balls for a second? Oh, hello. Can I get this one over here? Oh, let me get this one over here. <laughs> Shivers. But society would say, you've got 25 balls in the air. You're, you're doing amazing. You're doing awesome. You're getting ahead. But at some point, everything comes crashing down. When my reliance is on my ability to keep juggling, or keep spinning, or keep having things, because life, life will relentlessly keep just throwing you more balls. It's just going to keep throwing you balls, and at some point, something's going to drop. You, you can keep those if you like. You can have the house and the ball this morning. Uh, we, have to, we have to see life differently. We can't keep juggling balls and keep spinning plates, because at some point, I'm going to burn out. At some times, I'm, I'm going to run out. At some times, I'm going to get frustrated and go, I've had enough and I'm not dealing with this anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm losing energy, and I'm losing focus, and I feel like I'm trapped in circumstance that I can't get out of. I have to be here now, I have to be there then, I have to do this now to make life work, but that's, again, not the life that we've been given, amen? <clears throat> For me, a better way to measure balance in life or emotional health in life is that when we realize our life is made up of seasons. It says in Ecclesiastes, starting in chapter 3, verse 1, it says, for everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill, kill and a time to heal, uh, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear down and a time to mend, a, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. It goes on two verses there, it says, I have seen the burden God has placed on us all, yet God has made everything beautiful in its own time. Our lives are made up of seasons, and not every season is good. But not every season is bad either. And when we can, even if we're walking through the toughest thing that we've ever faced, right now, my encouragement to you is if you're walking through the toughest challenge you've ever faced, it's coming to an end. Yeah. It's not going to last forever. It won't, it won't remain forever because life is made up of seasons. Just like we have the four natural seasons, spring, summer, autumn, and winter. So we just had winter for two days and it was, it was really nice. But now we're in, now we're back in the, yeah, spring. Um, and I don't need any help from the front, thank you. No, I'm just kidding, just kidding. We, we've got four seasons, spring, summer, autumn, and winter. It's the same in life, that these seasons, they, they roughly last three months or so, 
and they come to an end and we enter into the new season. Uh, if we can see life as being seasonal, it allows us to do two things. Because what you're walking through right now is temporary. What you're facing right now is temporary. The devil wants you to feel like this is all you're ever going to face, this is all you're going to have, this is all that it's ever going to be. But God wants to remind you this morning, it's temporary. It, it's not your future. It's a, what he has for you. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. There's another scripture that says, God is working all things together for our good. So if it's not good right now, I've said this before, stay emotionally buoyant. Stay above your circumstance because it's coming good. And um, when we're able to see life as, as, as um, seasonal, as opposed to, I just need to keep juggling, I just need to keep spinning, I just need to keep um, running, I just need to keep extending myself. When I can see life as seasonal, it allows me to do one of two things. If it's a good season, I maximize it. I make the most of the season I'm in. There's a saying, make hay while the sun shines. So while I'm in a good season and I'm favored and God's smiling on me, I do all that I can to maximize that season. If relationships going to grow, I am just, I'm pumping that thing. If, if, if I'm making dollar, I am pump, I am doing all that I can to maximize the season. But if I'm in a bad season and a dark season and a heavy season and, and it, everything's coming against me, what I do is I mark the time because it's coming to an end. And what that allows me to do is see light at the end of the tunnel. There, there, is, there is future, there is light at the end of the tunnel because this thing, you know what, I've been walking through it for a month, all right? In two months' time, it's coming to an end. Whatever it may be, these seasons aren't the same, whether it's three months, six months, 12 months, God is for you and not against you. Mark the time in your calendar. Remind the devil daily, my season's coming to an end. What you meant for evil, God means for good. He will bless me. He will carry me through this. He will bring me through to breakthrough and, and victory in Jesus' name. Come on, can we just thank the Lord this morning? And what this does, it gives me light at the end of the tunnel. It helps me stay in a positive frame of mind. What I think about is the direction I travel in. You know, there's a saying that we travel in life in the direction of our dominant thoughts. When I'm optimistic, when I'm hopeful, when I'm full of vision and purpose, I walk in that direction. And I start walking out of my problem, out of my situation, out of the challenge that I find myself in, into what God has for me. Dr. A.R. Bernard says, balance is the key of life. Anything taken to the extreme becomes error. Anything taken to an extreme becomes error. And when I focus in on my problems and my challenges and the, the darkness and the heaviness and the deepness of what I'm going through, that's, that's all my life is. And now I become consumed by that. But when I step back and go, there's light at the end of the tunnel. You know, God is taking me there. But I can, I can see broad strokes. I can see bigger picture beyond what I'm currently facing. You know, so how do we, how do we keep ourselves emotionally healthy and balanced? The first thing I'd say is talk. Talking keeps us emotionally alive. And there needs to be safe relationships in our lives that we can, we can just talk in. Melissa and I just spend hours at night just laying on the bed, just talking. We don't really. <laughs> just talking and coming alive. <laughs> Let me encourage you. Who's in your world that you can talk to? Who's in your world that you can say anything to? And it doesn't matter what you say, they're still going to be there, listening to you, believing in you, encouraging you. And, and here's the thing, social media has disconnected society. Walk down a street, get on a bus, drive your car, do, do, and you will see people disconnected from humanity and connected to, to you know, a console. I, I said it like, there's people chasing Pokemon. They won't work on their relationship, they won't work on their business, they won't work on their health, and they're chasing Pokemon. I can't, I can't believe it. There's people dying, apparently. 
People walking off cliffs. There's people that are crashing their cars. I heard somewhere that somebody, they smashed through a window of a car while a guy was sitting in it because there was, it was showing that Pokemon was inside. And just to get a few po I don't understand. But anyway, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. If you like Pokemon, God bless you. We'll pray for you after. But uh, people are disconnected. People just need somebody to talk to. I was talking to a guy at a cafe this morning. We see each other every morning. He's a well-dressed man. I know he's in the building industry. Uh, he was from Sydney. I'm from Sydney. We've got, kind of got that far in the conversation. But this morning, I just got the, the, the you know, unction that he wanted to talk. So I'm sitting there reading the newspaper, having a coffee. He sits down next to me. And it's like when you're on a plane and you don't really want to talk, but you do, and the person next to you really wants to talk. I, I just got that vibe he wanted to talk. And so I said, wait, man, what's going on? I said, you're dressed well. Where are you going? He says, I'm going to church. I said, fantastic. So am I. He goes, you go to church? I said, I, do. I, I, said, I run a church. He goes, you're kidding me. Well, for 20 minutes, we just talked. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say something. I'm not going to say it. We've got some new people here this morning. If you're just visiting with us this morning, please forgive me. But anyway, social media has disconnected people. And we need to reconnect. People just need to talk. So the, the difference in somebody's day, the difference in somebody's life, the difference between getting through the challenge uh, that they're facing or not, maybe just that, that smile and that conversation. How you doing? Can I buy you a coffee? Might cost you $4 and a smile and 100 words. You got 30,000 in a day, so you're fine. You're not going to use it all up and you can chase Pokemon afterwards. But there's nothing that refills the emotional tank like personal interaction with people. And... Uh, you know, I was thinking about what we need in relationships. We need relationships that are confidential. Ha let, let people have confidence in you and your ability to hold a secret or to hold a, uh, something that's important to them. So they go, you know what, I'm not carrying this through life my own. We, we can help people remain emotionally buoyant by them knowing that we are for them. We know that we're going to fight with them. That we, Them knowing that we're going to carry them and not divulge secrets. That we're not going to spread rumors. That we're not going to talk. We need, we need people that are supportive. I want people in my world that build me up, that encourage, when I'm feeling down, that they lift me up. I want to be that to somebody else. I want to be that support mechanism for somebody because I don't know what season they're walking through. And my season might be sensational. Theirs might be the worst they've ever been through. Uh, you know, I was reading an article just the other day about a guy that used to pick his friend up every single day for work. How you doing? Great. How you doing? Great. How you doing? Great. Seventh day, went to pick him up. He didn't come out. He'd committed suicide. But he was telling his mate, great, great great and they never went further than that superficial great i want to be that person that's in somebody's world that goes man you're saying great every day what does that mean what does that look like tell me really we're mates aren't we you know let's do life together let's carry each other let's because when i'm down you'll be up when you're down i'll be up but we can support each other you know uh, there's, there's a great saying that pay positive attention make eye contact put the phone down i love this thing i, I saw it the other week People go out to dinner and they turn their phones face down. First person to turn their phone over to look at a message or a, they pay for the meal. I love that. What a great idea. Why don't, you why don't you try that next time you go out? Go out with your friends, everybody, because you're splitting the bill. That's cool. Whoever picks their phone up first, they pay for the bill. I tell you, it'll probably be the hardest hour of your life because everybody, we're always checking. Did, did, I got three likes. Oh, my gosh. I made it in life. I got three likes. The Pokemon is right next to me. Stop it. Anyway. I, I just don't get Pokemon. I'm 40 years old and I saw a, a 35 to 40 year old man walking around our street the other day in the rain following his phone. I didn't know about Pokemon. I said to my kids, what is he doing? 
He said that he's chasing Pokemon. I said, what, the, what are you talking about? Pokemon's a cartoon. He said, he's chasing Pokemon. And he walked around our street three times. Anyway, that's just another thing. We need people in our world that are honest. Is this helping anybody? That's why I'm being a little bit silly, but I'm feeling a little bit tired. We need people in our world that are honest, that just tell us the truth. I want people in my world that say, mate, why are you doing that? You shouldn't do that. It's not going to help you. It's not going to help your relationship. It's not going to help your kids. You're setting an example. I want people in my world that don't just pump my tires up, but they actually tell me the truth. I, I don't want to be told I'm awesome when I'm not being awesome, when I'm acting like a goose. I want to be told, hey, mate, pull your head in. There's a better way for you to do life. We can be that for each other. We can be that for other people where we can say, you know what, because I love you, I'm going to tell you how it is. You know, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't be whatever it is you're doing. Um, get some recreation in your life. Start playing again. What is it that you love to do? What is it that you don't even have to think about? For me, if I go for a surf, I just don't think. I'm surfing. I'm in, I'm in nature. I'm in the way. I'm having fun. And there's an emotional release that takes place where now I feel free. And this isn't something I have to do. This is something I want to do. It might be going to the gym. It might be riding a bike. It might be playing tennis. I don't, what, I don't know what it is for you, but my encouragement to you today is do something that you love. Do something that is fun. Do something that brings recreation into your world that you don't have to think about. Riding motorbikes. I don't know. Whatever it is. Just do something. And don't say that you're too busy to do it. And don't make excuses. Just, just get up and do it. And you will feel better about yourself. You'll feel better in yourself. There'll be chemicals released through your body and you'll feel pressure release and your, your emotions will lift. Uh, and, it, and it's scientifically proven that when we exercise, when we do recreation, when we do things we love doing that aren't a stress or a pressure or a drama in our world, that we feel lighter and, and see life clearer. Amen? I didn't even hear what he said. Oh... To remain emotionally buoyant in life, this, this is one thing I w we need a revelation for our lives. The Bible says without a vision, the people perish. If you don't have a vision for your life, you need to get a vision for your life. And you need to go to the Word of God. And you need to pray and you need to say, God, what, what, what have I been put on this planet for? Why am I here? Why, what do you want to do in me and through me in life? Because when you get a vision for your life that's a 12-month vision, a five-year vision, this is where I want to be in 10 years' time, that vision, if you don't let go of it, will carry you towards your future, will carry you towards those plans and purposes that God actually has for you. Because the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. When we get a vision for our lives and we delight ourselves in God, He, he gives us those desires and brings them to pass. Amen? Amen. Fantastic. We need to laugh. You've got to laugh. Laughing releases tension. It releases... I, Melissa looks at me sometimes, she just laughs, and I go, well, at least she's releasing tension. <laughs> we, you know what? We get too serious. <laughs> we get too serious in life. We take ourselves too seriously. I'm just not that important. I'm just not that big a deal. And when I can laugh at myself, you know, there's a saying, if it's going to be funny later, it's funny now. So often we look back five years, ah, oh, that was awesome. Oh. Right in the moment, I was, I was angry and I was annoyed and I was made fun of and it was a challenge and it was a stress. You know what? If it's going to be funny later, it's funny now. And I'm preaching to myself right now, darling. Get over yourself. Get, we just need to get over ourselves and go, life is good. Life is fun. Because I tell you this, you will get through situations far quicker if you can laugh your way through them than if you hold on to and get stressed about and, and let the weight of that thing come on. It will hold you bound. And there's a scripture in Hebrews 12 that says, because we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us cast off, throw off every weight and sin which entangles us, and let us run with 
endurance, the race set before us, looking to Jesus. For, for me to progress in life, for me to move forward in life and take a hold of all that God has, so there are certain things I've got to cast off. There are the weights, pressures, anxieties, negativity, guilt, the past. I've got I to let go of all that stuff so I can walk forward towards my future and remain emotionally up and happy. Uh, and I just surround myself with happy people. I surround myself with up people, bright people, people with vision. Jürgen Matesius, one of my best friends, he, I, I feel 10 foot tall when I spend 10 minutes with him. I feel like there, I am living the greatest life I could have ever lived. You know, in another circumstance, I'm feeling down. I get with him for five minutes and I am up and life works and the future is bright and God is for me. And I, we've got to surround ourselves with people that are up, that are buoyant. If, if you know, you're the happiest person in the room, leave the room and go and find another room where you're not the happiest person in that room. <laughs> Amen? Because it's going to be hard work. Help me out. Come on. Four things we need to stay healthy and balanced, and then I'll get the, the team to come. Really quickly, a cool head. Stay calm. Don't lose it. Life just happens, and to the best of your ability, just roll with it. Have a cool head. You know, don't, don't let it be like water off a duck's back. Don't, don't hold on to. Don't bottle up. Don't, you know, squeeze on the inside of you. I've got 10 years worth of stuff that I want to tell you because you've done this and you've done it. Just let it all go. Just, just keep a cool head. The Bible says be angry, but don't sin. So, so, so anger is an emotion. You can, you can have emotions. You can have feelings, but it's what you do with that anger or what you do with those feelings and emotions, where you channel those things to. Let them be fuel for your fire, not baggage that you've got to ca ca carry around in life. Let them just be that fuel that goes, you know what, I'm moving forward. And, and what you meant for evil, God means for good, and I'm walking forward anyway. I'm getting through this thing. I'm getting over this thing. I'm going through, over, and beyond because God is for me. And it doesn't matter if anybody else is against me. So just keep a cool head. Next thing is a, a warm heart. For life to work, we just got to love people. You don't have to like everybody. You don't have to get necessarily close to everybody. But we've we got to love people. And that's what the Bible says. It just, it just says, love others as I've loved you. And I, I've given you a demonstration. I've, you know, while, you know, the Bible says, while we were still sinning, God went to the cross for us. Whilst we were unrepentant, whilst we were still in sin, whilst we were still afar off from God, He loved us that much that He went to the cross and died. Just, just have a warm heart in life. Don't be angry. Don't be bitter. Don't be vengeful and hurtful and want to, you know, the, the Bible says that God will look after all that stuff. He'll look after our, our past, he'll look after our futures, he'll take us through, he'll lift us up that we don't have to hold on to. And I'm going to extract revenge and I'm going to do this and I'm going to, just let it all go. If you want to be emotionally buoyant, if you want to be up in life, if you want to be able to handle your emotions, just let stuff go. Just let it go. I would start singing, but I can't. <laughs> Colossians 3.13 says, you must make allowance for each other's faults and forgive the person who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you you must forgive others. Have a, have a warm heart. Third thing is a strong spirit. You've got to know who you are and be robust and able to rise above offense. Forgiving, be low maintenance and agreeable. Do you know the, the best people to do life with are, are low maintenance, agreeable people? Have you ever had that conversation where you talk to somebody, you're talking to something, something you love, something that's great? Oh, yeah, but. I mean, that was awesome. It was 23 degrees in the water. That's something. Yeah, but. Oh, there were three clouds that came over. Uh, but I was surfing, it was, oh, yeah, but the pelican food uh, went everywhere and the, the car was covered. Yeah, but we've got to get rid of the yeah, but. 
we've got to get rid of that thing and just go, you know, life is awesome and I'm going to agree. I'm going to find points of commonality. I'm going to find points where, where, do you know what, you're telling me something? I may even think a totally different thing. I may not, I'm going to agree for the sake of relationship. I'm going to agree because, you know what, it's easier and we can just enjoy life together. Amen. Just be agreeable and you know who you are, so that's not going to change your point of view anyway, but we just get along with each other. The last one is a strong body. Go to work on yourself. Lose some, lose some kilos, do some muscle development, do something. Your body is a machine and every machine requires a tune-up every now and then. You will feel better about yourself if you go to work on yourself. I feel better about myself when I'm fit and I know where I've, you know, I've, I've put a few kilos on and, and I start to breathe heavier and I don't sleep as well. And I, but when I, when I do the things I like to do, when I stay fit and healthy and active, life, like, it, it just works. And, it just, and, I, and I, I've got a spring in my step, and I've got energy, and it's good. Physical disciplines can transfer through to our emotional and spiritual areas in life. So we, when we get strong, it just works. I want to encourage you, just get strong. If that may mean just going for a walk. That may mean joining, that, whatever that looks like for you, do something to work on yourself. You know, and I think Jesus is the best example to look at when we're studying any subject. And, and, you know, we see in, in Luke 22 just how he handled his emotions. Because being emotionally buoyant or handling our emotions doesn't mean I always get my own way in life. But it does mean that I deal with everything that I'm faced with. It says, um, Luke 22, starting verse 40, uh, 42, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I, I want your will to be done, not mine. Then an angel of heaven from heaven appeared and strengthened him. He prayed more fervently. He was in such agony of spirit that his sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood. Jesus controlled his emotions by living submitted to the Father's will. He got through what he was facing because he lived a submitted life to God. And I think sometimes we want God to come in with the, the wand and make everything right. Right now, I need the million dollars in the bank account. Right now, I need the relationship fixed. Right now, I need the, the health issue fixed, Lord. Right now. But what I love here is Jesus said, God, take this from me. I don't want to die. If I don't have to die and there's another way for this to go down, can you do it? But he says, but not my will. Yours be done. I think that today, if, if that could be our declaration, God, this is what I want. This is what I'm believing for. This is... But God, not my will, but yours be done. It will cause you to rise above circumstance. It will cause you to see clearly. It will enable you to understand why you're walking through what you're walking through. Amen. It says in Psalms 4, verse 8, I will lay down in peace and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. I just want to play a really quick video, Jace, if we could, and we're going to finish there this morning. But he's just, just about carrying stuff in life.
Remember to put the glass down. We just stand at our feet. Close your eyes just for a minute. In Matthew 11, it says this. Then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and let me teach you, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. We're all carrying something. But the longer you carry that thing, the heavier it will get, the bigger it will present, the more paralyzing it will become as a, an issue in your world. We're going to worship in a minute, and I want to encourage you. You're in the house of God, where, where heaven meets earth and earth meets heaven. God is here right now to meet with you afresh today. I want to encourage you. Let go of some burdens. Let go of some weights. Let go of some pressures that you've been carrying around for so long because the only person they're affecting is you. Why don't we just close our eyes, lift our hands. I want to pray over you this morning. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you that it is truth, it is life. And no matter how weary, how burdened down we're feeling, your invitation is to come to you. And you'll take them from us and you will replace our burdens with your promises. Father, I pray for every person standing before me this morning that they would experience your goodness in their life, your smile upon their world. That, Father, no matter what they're facing, no matter what challenge they get, that they would be emotionally up, that faith would rise on the inside of their soul this morning, that you would do a mighty work in their lives. Father, set people free this morning. I feel like there's people here in your... It's like you're tethered to your past and God wants to set you free this morning. If you let, let those things go, let go of those fears, let go of those insecurities and worry, God will take them from you this morning and He will replace them with peace and joy. The Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. There's others about you that you're worried about tomorrow, where your source of provision is going to come from, how you're going to make ends meet, how you're going to get through what you're challenged by, that God wants to release you from that today. The Bible says it is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. He will lead you and guide you. He will be the wisdom in your life that you currently lack. Just while every head's bowed, every eye's closed, can I just make an invitation that you may be here this morning just saying, you know, I, I need Jesus in my life. I've never actually asked him into my life to be my Lord and Savior. I'd love to pray a simple prayer with you that just makes Jesus the Lord of your life. And it's just the beginning of a journey in Him, but I've done this. Melissa's done this. Most people in this room have done this. But if you haven't done that, asking Jesus into your life to make Him number one in your world, I'd love you to do that today. Would you just raise your hand and say, Christian, just pray with me. It's going to be a really simple, quick prayer that asks Jesus Christ into your life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Is there anybody else that would just say, yeah, that's me. I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life this morning. Father, thank you. Thank you for this morning. Thank you that you're ever present. You're with us. You never leave us nor forsake us. My God, go before us this week that we may know joy, peace, and the provision of heaven in our lives. We love you, Lord. We, we choose to be a blessing this week, going out in faith, to be a bright shining light in Jesus' mighty and wonderful name. And everybody said...
Come on, let's give God a mighty hand. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Visit us online at c3noosa.org.